here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Adelaide Giants, home to some of the best baseball players and prospects in the world. For a Mitsubishi, you have two clear standouts, Wayville and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors. This is the Bungie and Brettster Show. We certainly appreciate you being with us here on a Sunday morning. We're going to talk about the showdown right now. We'd like your thoughts as well. You can call us on 1300 736 736 or shoot through a text on 0427 154 166. And we have had a confessional that's arrived, gentlemen. And it says, morning, legends, I confess. First time listener, this show is awesome. I'll be back next week for sure. Brett from the park. Thank you very much, Brett. I think he's on the money there, Brett. <laughs> Did you just text Brett, in yourself? Must be a good bloke. It didn't say Brett M, but uh, <laughs> there you go. But let's talk about the showdown. That has been everything to a lot of people all week. And Andrew McLeod, who played in 27 showdowns. What did you make of it all, Bungie? Well, Case, it was uh, – oh, if you look at the game, I guess, it was it was a tight contest in the first half, um, you know, and, and both sides couldn't actually string a lot of plays together because of that heat that was bought. And it's – as we know, showdowns bring that final type of atmosphere and it was on from the start and both teams really struggled with the pressure. The pressure was right up there and then there were some moments where Port Adelaide were able to just uh, – you know, they, they had that 13-point lead there and Robbie Gray kicks that goal um, in the that southwest pocket and you see that little clutch moment that Robbie Gray does and seems to inspire his teammates as he has done for a number of showdowns. And, yeah, I guess that, uh, you know, they were able to get the uh, the ascendancy in the second half, Brett's there, and uh, just sort of kick away with it. Well, Robbie Gray's shown, and it was all about Robbie Gray in the end, wasn't it? it was. What a superstar of the game. He's been so good. I think he's won five of the showdown medals. And uh, some of those moments that he uh, has shown over the years, it was great to see bits and pieces of them again last night. And that kick from 50 where he swung it in for the goal was fantastic. He didn't look confident, did he? But No, he was looking around. And as you said before the show, there was some moments where the old Robbie Gray probably would have had a crack at goal and he, and he palmed him off last night, which was also good to see. He's a great clubman and... Um, Bokey said uh, he probably goes down as uh, one of the best, if not the best, all time uh, at the club. So it does raise that question of some of the other superstars at the club, but he is right up there. What a great player. A hey, um, couple of things is, uh, I, I guess, the, the one thing, that the, the, clearly the stats that uh, stand out for me, Crows dominated the hitouts, which we've seen over the years now in, in, in footy. Richmond have done this. 50 hitouts. Rich Richmond have done this probably the best, and but their ability to shark those those hit like those those hitouts and the clearances were um, they they got on top of them in the clearances uh, forty five uh, clearances to forty and um, yeah the ability to have a, a a dominating ruckman it doesn't really give you a great advantage anymore um, you know with the midfield groups that they have and um, yeah I, I guess they they needed to one thing the Crows needed to do was to make more take more advantage of, 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 I guess, having that. And they weren't able to do that. And the other thing too is, I think, is uh, um, that pressure. And Aaliyah, Aaliyah you know, he took nine intercepts. And the ability of the Crows, I think that was one of the, the downsides for them was they just couldn't they just couldn't connect going forward. They kept getting – the ball kept getting intercepted. Aaliyah, Aaliyah um, 
Uh, Kane Farrell was the other one. They just kept rebounding the ball out and turning those those turnovers into scoring opportunities going the other way. And it's probably one thing. But we have talked about a, a number of times is that I guess that skill of the the Crows and be able to develop that and take that to the next level to connect going forward. And just at some some moments there, they were they were just let down by their skills and their decision making. Bressler. Yeah, I was impressed by their their pressure on the ball. The guys in and around the ball, uh, guys like Rosie. Uh, wines, butters, all were outstanding. And in that second half where they exploded, put a lot of points on the board, I thought those guys were very influential. And it kind of leaves not a bad taste in my mouth, but the question, like you see them last week, they destroy Essendon, uh, come in, destroy Adelaide, and you go, well, where's this been? Like, I know they're not top top four teams or top eight teams, but they show glimpses of greatness. And I'd just love to see that extended and – Ken Hinckley all through the year has said, look, it's been a seven, eight-minute patch in those games. It's really let them down. And I hope in this off-season they're going to need to do a bit of recruiting. They obviously need to replace Gray and they probably need a big uh, defender coming in as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do and how they can just solve that problem. Bungie, I want to ask you, Travis Spokes, 28th showdown. You played in 27 and so did Kane Corns, another great here on SENSA. What did you make of the build-up and what was said? Oh look! I think that it's it's all part of the theatre. Does it need it? Um, well, was it rude? Matthew Nix said the Port boys overstepped the line. Yeah, I, don't know. I think it's just part of the being part of the show. Bring it on! Bring, bring it on! It's all fair game, I think. And you know, you see the, the the boys come out and they all backed it up. They all jumped on board. Started with Cornsey. You know, then you see uh, Ollie Wines have a crack, and then it seemed crafted, didn't it? Tommy they all Jones. they all yeah, ran on it. It was, and uh, you know, I think that's all part of. It's all fair. Um, Should Adelaide just, try it next year? Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maybe, maybe get on the front <laughs> foot, you know, and have a, have a bit of a crack. But you got to back it up, and that was what uh, Port Adelaide were able to do. They would they, they backed the words up with their actions. They came out, and um, yeah, I, I think they just play like you said, Brett. So they got to find a ways to to close those gaps, or you know, make it those seven or eight minute lapses that Ken talks about to be able to do it against you know sides that are below you. Yeah, I guess that's, you know, that's the question. And people go, yeah, you can do it against teams that are below you on the ladder, like the Essendons and, and, the, and the Crows, but can you do it against the top eight sides? And that's when the, the real, I guess, when the real heat comes and the real questions get asked is that can you actually do this against the best sides in the competition? So that's something they've got to go away and work on. But look, last night, hats off to them. You know, their efficiency inside 50, uh, 57% to, to Crows 37%. So we talked about that um, disposal efficiency of the Crows, but... They just dominated 61 to 48 inside 50s. Um, and I think that was a telling telling stat that um, they were just too good when they went forward and finding avenues to go. The message that in that sledging, you are entitled and really that we hate you. And I, I don't mind that. Um, I think Port Adelaide have always had that. We want to be the underdogs. We're down by the wharf. We're, we're that grunt sort of team that you can really get behind. And... They want to portray the Crows as champagne drinking upper level that we're going to come from behind and get you. And, and I love the theat- the theatrics of that. What do you think, Bungie? Oh, I think it's great. I do. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you get involved and, uh, you know, but it do- all that stuff doesn't matter. 
Because when you go and you've got to get a contested ball, you're not thinking about that when you're running out, when you step across the line and you've got to get a contested ball that you're worried about your, your Chardonnay drinking fans or your backs against the wall Port Adelaide <laughs> fans. I'm telling you now, you're thinking about, I'm going to crack that ball right there and get it and that's all I need to do is win the next contest. So whatever happens out there, it's all theatre. It's actually what, what, you, what you're doing and what you're delivering when you step over the line is what matters. And, you know, they, like I said, they backed it up. I'll tell you what, uh, the fans backed it up last night as well. They did. The amount of people that stayed behind uh, for Robbie Gray and to cheer them off at the end was sensational and a lot of respect there for a great player and the way that the team ended off the season. Over 50,000 there. Yeah, oh, this is great. And you know, to to be able to send off one of your all-time greats um, and so respectful. Obviously, the Crows stayed out as well to, to do that. And, and, you know, Robbie went through as they do the little walkthrough and then went back out and thanked the fans. It's great for them to, to stick around. And I think um, – I, I th- I'm not sure if it was Ken Hinckley or someone said it. Like, he's, he's, a, he's a generational player. He Once is. In a, yeah, like yeah. you're not going to see someone like him again. Obviously, we've we've had some greats that have that have – gone down and retired and, and done that and he's a, he, he is special and you see saw that when he first came in um and his ability to you know he's his clutch moments yeah i think incredible you know, it just if you look back at some of those and that goal that he kicked in that southwest pocket reminded me of that game was it last year when they or the year before when they uh they beat Br- they beat carlton, carlton at, the the Gab- at, at the gabba yeah, i think it was 2020 and uh, it was it was a very similar kick and uh, so I think he's ripped the hearts out of a lot of pl- a lot of teams, not just the Crows over the time. So congratulations to Robbie Gray. will go down as one of the greats. Now we're hard up against the news, but very quickly, I want to um, pass Mark Yeh or Nay for Port Adelaide in terms of they finished second last year. They've tumbled to 11th. They went 17 and 5 last season. They finished 10 and 12. Did they get a pass? I don't think so. No. Nah. No, I don't, hard I don't. to on those numbers, isn't it? And yeah. for Adelaide, well, Adelaide finished fifteenth last year. They moved to fourteenth, and they went one more win. They went up to eight wins from seven. So, how do you rate them? Well, I got a text message that came that's come through, uh, case which says the Crows win eight games, and four of their wins come against West Coast and the Kangaroos. So, how do you how do you how do you judge that? The jury's still out. Look, I think they showed uh, improvement. I think they had some really good players make big steps. I think Fogarty was one of them yeah. from the start of the development season. Of players. The development of players was great to see. Keys um, really take that next step. Laird was ever consistent again. I thought Walker, what he went through preseason to come out and have the season that he did. I thought those four. <laughs> I thought those four were good. Yep. Well, there you have it. So a lot more water to go under the bridge, but that is all for the AFL season for the two Adelaide teams. And we'll take a short break here for the news on SENSA 1629. Stay with us here on the Bungie and Brett's The Show. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.